Hey everyone, uh, it's AJ. You might remember me from that podcast that you haven't listened to yet. Uh, anyway, quick programming note. The podcast you are about to listen to was recorded on February 17th, 2021, a full 24 hours before Carson Wentz was traded to the Indianapolis Colts. So when we talk about him maybe getting traded to the Indianapolis Colts, I uh, just remember that we're from the past and we don't know all the cool future stuff that uh, you know. So, yeah. Bye. And also, hello, because you're about to listen to this podcast. Welcome to Football Hot Boys, the show where three hot seamen talk about football, Twitch streamers, hot trades, and secret societies. Middleton to turn back into Tony Snell like he does every postseason. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, God, I don't, I don't hate on him as much as the public, man. I, I think because what, what we, well, do, I don't either. But yeah, what it's we, just the playoffs, it happens. You're right, you're right. And what we do is like we build up. Oh, you know who's the Robin to Giannis's Batman? It's like ah, it doesn't matter. Just build a good team. You know, just build a good fucking mm-hmm. team. And you guys haven't. Yet. Which you did. They did last year. Last year was the yeah, year. That's true. COVID. You're COVID's, right. You're right. That was, COVID killed it, and now it's going to be a what if rest of my life. That was definitely the best roster wow. you guys have had, and yeah, in the Giannis mm-hmm. era. Do, do you have a Blake Griffin thing that you want to go off on? Because I, I don't feel I don't you, you sent me a text, and I don't feel like I gave you the opening that you were expecting me to give. It, it, <laughs> it was more of just like utter. I was fucking shocked when I because I was watching the game. And like the the announcer just like casually says it, and it was one of those things where I don't know I was eating Fruit Loops or something. And I was like, like what the f- huh? Like what did he just say? Because I was like, that's impossible. But I, and the the crazy thing is, it, I had like like requiem of a dream flashbacks because I've watched a lot of Detroit games because they come on early when I go down to the gym, and like I just had flashbacks of him in the post not dunking like all, all season. <laughs> so, David, essentially, what is going on is. Blake Griffin, what was the stat? He has not had. Oh, okay. You know what? Let me ask you. I, put, how many? How many? Yeah. Dun- how many dunks do you think Blake Griffin has had this year? Uh, that that twenty-three. Zero, zero dunks. <laughs> as a guy in his prime, that was known as an athletic freak, power forward, the most athletic specimen on the court at all times. And that was 100% his game, was bully ball and dunking on you. He's a guy that put multiple guys in posters for his career, and now his game is... he. Lo- we make this comparison all the time. It looks like he's playing pickup ball at the Y, man. He just he just puts his booty into you and just gets, like, little baby hook shots. And it, it, it it's it's sad. Uh, it, Didn't he date one of the Kardashians? Yes, yes. She, 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 it's all downhill from there. Yeah, absolutely. It is all downhill from there. Dude, the Kardashians... Ooh, don't, t- don't tell Clark that. Don't tell Clark that. <laughs> Don't tell Clark that, because that's bad news, because you got yeah, some Booker's shit going on no, no, in his no, own no, backyard. No. And that's a Jenner, and that's yep. a Jenner. That's not a Kardashian. Book, book's good. Same blood. <laughs> they both have OJ's blood in them, so. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I just think it's super sad and weird to see the, the game that Blake Griffin puts out on the court every night. And, and he's like... He has to shoot threes now, not because the league told him to, because he can't jump, so he has to do that now. And he's not a good three-point shooter, so that's sad to see. And he, like, I don't think he runs. I'm not sure he runs during the game. 
That's just something I picked it's, up. Does he? Does he so do the? He looks like Sarek running around. Oh come on, man! You just like to hate on Dario. Dario just can't jump. But the thing about Dario is he could never jump. He was never athletic, so there was nothing to like take away. Got it. He's still the same man. Yes. Got it. He's not a hollow shell. He's of not what a broken he was. shadow. Of yeah. Him, so, yeah. And then, and then Detroit's. You know, which leads me into the next basketball topic we can kind of get into is now, now the nba is mm. uh they're resting their stars before they trade them like they're they're basically andre drummond they're just sitting on the bench blake griffin they're gonna sit on the bench and it's like well first of all have more appealing stars that people want you know so you don't have to fucking rest them because you're afraid it's like well, all right if you gotta rest your star you're like the league knows these guys are injury prone. Like they're not trading for Blake Griffin. Like we did it. We locked up our power forward for eight years, and he's going to be dunking on everybody. They know. Like the league's not morons. They know what they're getting. So I get it. You're trying to preserve your own ass because if they do get hurt, then you lo- you lose out on all the value. But dude, this those guys don't want to sit on the bench. That's that's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Bradley Beal clocks another thirty eight minutes. That boy. <laughs> <laughs> That boy gets buckets, man, and he gets free him. Yeah, free good him. Lord, get him out of Washington. Holy fuck! If if, if Drew Holiday cost that much, how much? How much does uh, Bradley Beal? That's why he's still seven, seven yeah, first round that, picks. That's why he's still in yep. Washington. That's why he's still in Washington. That price tag is uh, not the low. only player in the league. I would trade. I would trade Chris Middleton for. Yeah. Honestly, like that. yeah, of the tradable guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's the only guy. And that's not even a question. You do but, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a he's you a do that and what he's a whatever draft you have left yeah. the next decade. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but because he's a he's a, he's like I don't want to make that comparison, and people are kind of going to call it blasphemy, but I mean he's he's close to that Dame level type scoring where where the fucker just can flip mm-hmm. a switch and. Yeah, uh, no, Bradley Beal, he gets buckets, man. I know you gave me a look, but he gets fucking buckets. And if you watch enough basketball and you look at that Washington roster, that is the New York Jets of fucking the NBA, man. That that roster is pathetic, man. And and it's like they're not doing anything to even pretend to be competitive. It, it's it's the Wizards are a complete joke. It's um speaking of the Wizards, did you see Russell's outfit? <laughs> yes, yes. Which one? Yeah. The, the the yellow woman's coat that he wore that he decided to wear into the locker room the men's locker room I was confused. Hold on, I'm just gonna Google him That's... and see if it just comes up. Oh, it should. Yeah, pull that shit up. That one's good. Just put Russ's Russ's outfit for the game. My my favorite uh, outfit outfit that I've seen pregame this year. It would happen, happen yesterday. It was the Suns against the Nets. Don't ask me about how that game went, but. Kyrie Irving, he had a he came in. It's wearing, a raincoat. <laughs> He's just wearing a raincoat. Yeah, that's that's a woman's raincoat. It's like a gal- it's it's a, a, a woman's raincoat that's too big for him. Yeah, it's he looks like the little uh, the man in the yellow hats kid. Like, <laughs> look, look at a uh, look at type in Kyrie Irving walking stick. Oh no, I saw that. Did you see? I that? did see that. Yes. I don't. I, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that dude is so fucking insane. The dude is deeply, deeply insane. He just showed up looking like uh, the yodeling guy from fucking Price is Right. He was the fucking walking stick and later hosen, and it's just he's a tw- he's a twenty eight year old premier athlete with a walking stick, like millionaire, what? yeah, millionaire, hundreds of millionaire, yeah. <laughs> and he has like it's not even like a 
like a regal gold topped walking no. stick. It's like a stick it's he a, found. Yeah, it's a stick that he found outside. <laughs> it, it's like the kind of stuff that you would like your your little cousin would pick up and pretend to be a wizard with. Like it's like. Like, if it was an expensive walking stick, I, I would still question it, but like, oh, well, he's got money to spend. Well, if it. he had, like, a like a gold skull with diamond eyes or something, like, they'd be like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah, fucking flaunt yeah. it, man. It's just a Do stick. Do your thing. It, it was just Possibly. a stick. It's, no, it's just, it was a stick. It was a millionaire holding a stick indoors. <laughs> Maybe he just watched Harry Potter, dude. You don't know. Expelliarmus. Yeah. <laughs> If he had a bird nest in his beard, like I, I, that's the kind of stick he had, man. He was a fucking druid. <laughs> he is more character than than human at this point, man. No, like, he he has um, transcended basketball in the worst way. Like he has he has become more than basketball mm-hmm. and is at the point of leaving it behind. Like he's ascending to a a new plane, a flat plane, a flat Earth. You he's could say. doing what Larry Sanders but, always wanted to do. <laughs> not play basketball <laughs> <laughs> man holy shit so can we uh, there's only one uh, there's only really one football topic i want to talk about can we just get right the fuck yes, into yes. it then? okay yes let's do it please please have you guys heard of this new football league that's going on right now the the fan yes controlled i just found out about it two fucking day and i was enthralled i was captivated i could not believe this existed let me die this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. The idea of this league is legitimately the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard of. Um, so yeah, it's called okay. it's called the what is it? The fan contro- fan controlled football league. It's the FCFL, and the highlight was that oh Johnny Manziel is he's quarterbacking a team. So how this league works is I think it's seven on seven. The fans legitimately they vote for everything. They vote for the roster construction. They vote for the play calls. Literally, it is like it's just Twitch running this, which is the dumbest idea you could ever have. The reason people are on Twitch is because they're not talented and can't have good ideas. So why the fuck would you give those people the the reins to like make entertainment? That it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that's what these people did. (laughs) Well, that's a big fucking cannonball you (laughs) shot across the bow of the internet. Prove me wrong, man. Prove me wrong. Yeah. (laughs) That's why they're not in the FCFL. They're sitting behind their keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, like the the thing I will like there was that I took away from it was there was there had to have been a pre production meeting before the game. They were like, okay, anytime you make a big play, celebrate the fuck out of it. I'm talking about these guys were going ham. Yeah. Anytime they did anything, you just thought they won the Super Bowl, man. They were going ape shit, and it's essentially just a pickup game. It looks silly. It's seven on seven. It's a fifty yard field. The field looks like it's like 10 yards wide, so it looks like you're playing in like a back alley. It's fucking ridiculous. The other thing is that they they not only pick the rosters, but I think they re-pick them every week. So it's only two guys that stay on the same team every week. They're like the, I guess, the the proprietors of those teams. And then they draft everyone else again. So it, it, I don't even understand that. It doesn't make any sense why you have different teams every week. I don't, even, I don't know who came up with that idea. So, it, Go ahead. This I'm watching it right now while you're talking about it, and it makes the Arena Football League look vast and cavernous. I told you, like, I like told they you. are, yeah. Like I used to play football like this in the hallway of my dorm in college. Like, 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 like that's what it looks like. They're it's congested. Doing. It's super congested, dude. I, but at the same time, I, 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 I love it. 
and I, I'm going to start watching this because I love the Arena League, man. Like, I, I, I still, I, I still have a lot of like love for the Arena League football. Oh my God, there's a camera on Johnny Manziel's hat too. Like, it's like on the, his forehead. That's fantastic. The, the one of the best things that I heard from this, I didn't, I didn't hear the interview or read it, but I think I was watching Pat McAfee or something, and they mentioned that. You know, because Johnny Manziel is getting a lot of heat or whatever, and basically Johnny Manziel's like, yeah. well, you know, what the fuck, man? I'm washed. You know, like, what do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> do, it, it, and did you see what the extra point conversion is? Isn't it just the basically they they hike the ball to themselves and just go for like a, a it's just a one on one. It's a one on one fade, basically. Mm. Like you can just have Des Bryant do that and just hit it every time. Like it's yeah, it, it's it's, it's fantastic. Oh man, I love this. I love this. It, I, I do remember re- reading that uh, Marshawn Lynch is one of the commentators, and he like said during the commentator that he was going to take like a big, like, going to get real high and take a big sweaty dump or something like that. It's like this shit's wild, man. I'm I'm, I'm into this, man. So the guy, Ugh. the guy that voices the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, I think he owns Johnny Manziel's team, and apparently he's like a super asshole. I don't know him, but. It's just a, I guess it's just a concoction of, of circus three, man. Uh, it, it, none of it makes any sense. I'm, I'm checking the, the beasts versus the zappers. Yeah, oh the zappers. God. Yeah, the, the zappers. <laughs> I don't know what. That okay, is. I have a very, I have a very important question for you, Clark, about this league. Do you think? What are you? Twenty nine. Yeah, now. Tw- yeah, just turned twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Do you think twenty nine year old Clark could start in this league? Like, like right now, like if tomorrow, no. Right now, no. It's not not tomorrow, but I, if I trained and prepared, yes. <laughs> okay, that that was exactly the answer I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> I saw. Could you dude. beat Johnny Manziel in a fight? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like he he weighs one hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, so exactly. I, I weigh we could him. All, we could all probably him. beat him in a fight. Yeah. yeah. But I was watching some of these Unless games, he, man. It was pathetic, man. Those guys do not look like premier athletes. They don't have to when you're playing in a hallway, man. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like saying people who play billiards aren't premier athletes. Like, yeah, you're inside when you're wearing jeans. I think these guys are wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think if I if I properly trained and you know got into Football game shape, yes, I think I could play in that league. It it, it doesn't look that hard, think- and plus it's it's like catered to like quick twitch and shiftiness because you only have one person covering you. You don't have to like do anything as far as reading defenses or actual football. You just literally, oh, this guy can't check me, so you just run fast and <laughs> that's it. I I, I I do love that this does seem like the kind of thing that Johnny Menzel would like uh, excel in because you could literally like probably drink a four locos <laughs> while your team's on defense. I think it's encouraged. I, I think that's like yeah. a pregame ritual. That's probably their sponsor, if I if I had to guess. <laughs> and that's only because the Bud Light Seltzers were taken by the XFL. Yeah, they're gone. Yep. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's what that's that's what the the cheerleaders drink, so they can get sauce too. Oh man, I, this does. I I I'm not surprised you don't have to have a mullet to play in this league, man. This looks like. All right, I'm glad you brought this to my more thorough attention. I was it's, aware of it, but I hadn't put my yeah. uh, my. Uh, I I was just so 
overjoyed to hear about this because it's more it's more to me it's more of a game show it's the price is right man it's not football it's just you know you're watching jeopardy man it's a game show i I don't you know what this yeah what this feels a little bit like to me Hmm. is if the wwe uh met the big three or whatever what's that three on three basketball league yeah yeah big three Big three. That's kind of what it feels like. I, I I wish there was a few more dudes besides Johnny Manziel in it. So like, if we get like old busted ass guys in the league again, like Adrian Peterson next year in this league. That's what I want to see. See, big old dump truck ass Adrian Peterson. That's what the big three. So that's why the big three was and or is still successful is because they got people that people wanted. Number one, not Johnny Manziel. They got real best mm. and, and they got real basketball players like. Those guys could still hoop. Like, Richard Lewis, I, I, I was watching him in the Big Three, and I'm like, oh, he could be on a roster tomorrow. Like, a guy still can mm-hmm. fucking hoop. So they had actual guys. These guys that I'm watching out there on this field, that that you know, that cardboard cutout of a field that they're playing on, I'm like, these guys, this is why they're out there. No offense to them. I mean, they're still at an elite level in the sport, you know, so I'm not taking anything away from them, but they couldn't play in the NFL. I, I just saw okay, so I'm looking at this offensive line. One guy is about 180 pounds, and the other guy is literally just fat. Like he's not told like you. an athlete. He's no, just just a fat guy. I told you he's just a fat guy. Because I saw those guys like, like run, like, and it was I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It didn't even look. I thought they were joking. Like they were cartoon running. It was like this league definitely has more planet fitness memberships than any other league in professional sports like 100%. You're going out on a limb insinuating that these guys work out, so be careful. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like uh smashing cans on foreheads sort of. Yeah, that's my yeah. workout. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what kind of route was that? Oh. It's a joke, man. You can't you can't run it out. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're we're done with this topic. This league's this league's funny. But still, one more thing. One right, more thing. So one more I, thing. Wait, wait, one more thing. Okay. One more thing. There one was thing. one highlight. There was a. It was like you know, it's only fifty yards, so it was a fifty-yard bomb, and the receiver got you know deep or whatever, and the guy trying to cover him because he wasn't as good as him, and just the announcers just like, look out for Desmond Jackson. I don't know his name. Desmond Jackson's gonna. Yeah. Tear, he's gonna tear up this league. You know, he's gonna. And I'm like, yeah, because he's the only athlete out there. I'm like, I could. I use two seconds of the eye test, and I'm like, oh, this dude's actually an athlete, as opposed to the popcorn salesmen that are trying to cover. Why do you, <laughs> you don't need to tell me that this guy's gonna tear up the league? I can fucking see it. It's gonna be embarrassing for everybody mm-hmm. else trying to cover him because the only guy that belongs on a football field. He's the only guy who's running the forty in the fours, like. <laughs> So, I, I, I there are a few NFL things that we can hit. This is like the ultimate dead part of the NFL season. So, it, listeners, this show is going to get weird this week. And it's going to probably be weird next two weeks or so before the draft season really spools up. But the couple of things that actually has happened uh, in the NFL is there's a lot of quarterback conversations. One of our favorite topics here on uh, this show, and it it looks like. We're going to give a, a preemptive win to Pete today because he was the only person on this show that actually said that Carson Wentz was probably, maybe, almost probably going to get traded. So uh, you do your pre-victory lap there, Pete. I just I just did. No one saw it because this is a podcast, but I just did it. <laughs> 
So is your wife excited for her, to, uh, for uh, Carson Wentz to be the quarterback of the Bears? I mean, I don't know. I don't know that she, she's excited. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade from Mitchell Trubisky. But so she's, I mean, can't go wrong there, but I don't know that she's excited. I, I so I actually I actually think that trading the Bears trading for Carson Wentz is the most Bears thing they could possibly do because then they have to pay Carson Wentz and then he won't have any money to re-sign Allen Robinson. So Carson Wentz essentially goes from a place where he has no weapons to a different place where he also has no weapons. So like it's a complete shift of the entire situation and no one is better for it. Yeah, except sure. that, except Allen Robinson. Because he might go to a solid situation. Yeah, Al Robinson's no, he, he better. Won't. Yeah, he he won't. He won't. Look at the dude's quarterback <laughs> history. Yeah. He's fucked. He's got quarterback bad luck. He's going to another team that doesn't have a quarterback. Like I, I feel bad for the man, but it's true. We can only hope, man. Yeah, someone I'd love to see him rock somewhere. Yeah, someone sometime long ago killed a goat and threw a handful of bones and put a voodoo curse on <laughs> Allen Robinson. You shall you, <laughs> you shall never play with a with a good quarterback. Blake Boyle, only the most punchable men shall, shall you play with. My my favorite part about all this is because I've talked to a few of my buddies that are Bears fans, you know, and I'm like, you know, me being the football fan that I am, I'm like, wow, you know, awesome, man. You guys are actually going to get an upgrade at quarterback in Carson Wentz. That's my honest opinion. And most of them are like, yeah, I don't know. Like, and I'm like, dude, you're a Bears fan. You can't be picky here. Like, what, what do you you take what God gives you? Most of them are acting like they're they're in a place to be stingy about what court. I'm like, dude, you don't have any say in the matter. You just take what you're given, man, because you're a Bears fan. You do realize that, right? All right, here's a question for you. Who was the Bears? In the last decade, who was the Bears' best quarterback? Jay Cutler. Uh, I thought it was going to be harder than that, but Coons, he got it that fast. <laughs> yeah. He, he's the best quarterback in the history of their no, team. That's, that's the right answer. Um, Do you know what they I gave think, up to get Jay Cutler? Mm-hmm. I was a first Kyle Orton, and I want to say a defensive player. Because I, I remember when that trade went down, I was in college, and I was my roommate was a Bears fan, and we were sitting together when the news broke, and I was like legitimately upset. I'm like, fuck. The Bears are actually going to be good now because I believed in Jay Cutler, and they weren't, so it was fine. So, because they had also just got Julius Peppers, I think either that same off season, or the offense off season before, so it was like, oh boy, here they come, and they came way too early, and then it was over. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, well, my, like that just goes to yeah. the point. Carson Wentz, you you just take him. Like you should be happy with that ad. That's the best thing to happen to your team in 15 years. Yep, for sure. No yeah. doubt about it. No doubt about it. 100%. Um, I also love him in Indy, though, too. I, as a football fan? I said fan, that was yeah. a possibility on the Bible Belt, so I don't hate that idea either. That's true. You can talk all about Jesus he wants in Indianapolis. That's he sure, sure can, and get away with it, and the team will love him. Well, and, and like as someone who watches football, that's a more pleasant outcome for me. Because it's just like, oh, that's actually like someone who knows how to use them. The weapons there are better. The offensive line's better. The team's just better. It's just not like a weird stink, and there's not two dead men walking running that team like it is in Chicago. <laughs> like it's it's such a better position. Like, no, and it's more of a move that has weapons. Like yeah. we just talked about going from team to team that didn't have weapons, and this team, like the Colts, would have weapons. I could see him being successful back there. Yeah, like the Bears, it's almost like just punt on this season, and because you're going to start over next season anyway. So, 
whatever. Well, if you say punt, then that means Allen Robinson walks, right? Well, I think they've already kind of said that that's going to happen. There's no like active negotiation. Yeah, they it, didn't sign him. Like Allen Robinson's gone and, and Aaron Jones are gone. Those are like the two most like done things this off season. Like it's going to happen. Can we just do it now and pull the bandaid off and be done with it? Like, yeah. Dude, that's some, that's some and, and, wide receiver prize right there, man. Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, some teams are going to be getting stackier at the wide receiver position, man. That's, I can't think of two receivers that elite that are hitting them. I think the, the last time that happened was when Allen Robinson hit the market last yeah, time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Him and Sammy Watkins. I think that was the last time players this good Cause they usually, were out and about. They usually they, like the only two scenarios are they get signed or they get signed and then traded because their contract was too big and the team realized they fucking overpaid them. Those are the only two scenarios that happen mm-hmm. with guys in their tier. So it's weird just to see them like, available. It's very strange. So there's and some we, talk about uh, Allen Robinson getting franchise tagged and then traded. Yeah, so I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of blows my mind because we like just learned this lesson about how important Hopkins and Diggs were, like the how big a difference they made. And people are like, "Yeah, nah, that's fine. We <laughs> we got Dan Campbell now. We don't need Kenny Galladay. Get him out of here. Got Jared Goff and Dan Campbell. Woohoo! Here we go, Detroit." It's a bloated, some deep wallets. City. That's what we got. Mm-hmm. We're I like Cleveland, this. but more north. What was it? The other uh, thing I wanted to talk to you guys about when it comes to like quarterbacks in the offseason is, was I the only one that saw everyone freaking out about Russell Wilson and going, that's not what he said at all? Nope. Not, uh, me and a buddy at work the, the, all <laughs> week were like, what the fuck? This is, what the fuck is this? And I knew that you guys would be having the same thought, so I didn't even mention... Like, I didn't even want to text you guys because I was like, this isn't fucking news. What the fuck is this? That was the most bullshit to those topic. Are... Go ahead. What is that about Dan Patrick's show where people go in there and say dumb shit and everyone, like, loses their minds? Like, it, not only do they lose their minds, they lose their minds over things they imagined that player said. <laughs> like, not even, like, stuff that they actually said. Remember when Ky- Kyler Murley went yep. on that show and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so unprofessional. I'm like, well, no, he's just sitting there yeah. talking to like, And he whatever. got asked a question but, he didn't want to answer. So he's like, I don't – ask me something else. I don't, don't want to answer, answer that. that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, because because it's those who missed it, like Russell Russell Wilson was like, yeah, I get sacked a lot, and that's like super not cool. And it was like, oh my god, Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle <laughs> anyway. Here's a three hour show at eleven o'clock in the morning about how Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. It's like, <laughs> Literally, that's all he said. He's like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm just getting a little tired of getting sacked, man. It's it's not good. You're not going to win a lot of games with me getting sacked that many. And that's that's his yeah, one way ticket out of there. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. And that next thing I d- I know, I'm on NFL.com and I'm reading about how there's going to be a three team trade where Russell Wilson <laughs> ends up in Dallas and, and Deshaun Watson ends up in Seattle. And I'm just like, what the happy fuck am I? Are you, you guys get paid for this yep. shit, man? Like. Yep considerable gobs of money you get paid and then and my like... favorite part is how they don't get held accountable at all because today was the the first day where they're like yeah okay we not they they basically should just said okay we made it all up that's what they should have said but they came out and was like yeah that's 
that's not really the situation. So we're going to basically drop this story. And no and like no one can stand up and be like, wait a minute, but for a week you got, you know, buzz and propaganda and people following this. You monetized off of this bullshit fucking story, just like the magazines that are sitting there on the checkout menu or right before you get to the register, yeah. those tabloid magazines. That's all that bullshit was, man. And, and no one, no Dude. one holds them accountable. ESPN, like we we talk shit on ESPN. I this is not the ESPN of my childhood, man. Like no. it is just it's fucking TMZ. It's 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 just bullshit garbage journalism. Yep. Like, oh my god, yeah, I hate it. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Because Every- I I was I wouldn't have brought it up because it was such a non non story, non topic, non issue that I completely blacked it out because it was just a waste of time. Well, and the, so I think De- DeAndre Hopkins shook me so bad last year that I kind of started acknowledging those stories a little bit more than I should have. Oh, I see what you're because saying. Because I, I remember, he, I remember hearing like, "Oh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's stupid." Like, 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 like that's that's made up Skip Bayless bullshit. And then anyway, I looked down at my phone literally 15 minutes later, and he the most ridiculous trade in NFL history just happened. I'm like. All right. <laughs> well, now I have to listen to every single fucking crazy Skip Bayless bullshit that comes across my television screen and think about it, actually. For sure. So I was sitting on lunch to, uh, at lunch today with a buddy from work, and he's a Broncos fan. And, you know, I'm not trying to hurt the guy's Ooh. feelings or anything, but he's like, you know, he's just kind of in one of those places where, you know, how we're all kind of like, yeah, Drew Locke sucks. But he, you know, he's a fan, so he's just like, you know, maybe there's potential there or whatever. But, of course, you know, he sees the potential upgrade to get a Deshaun Watson-type player. And he's like, you know, mm-hmm. okay, so, I mean, based on what Carolina apparently offered, quotation marks, mm-hmm. you know, McCaffrey at three firsts, if that's even real. It's like, so, he's like, so basically we'd have to start with Locke at three firsts. And I'm like, yeah, you should just tell him, yeah, we won't include Locke and just give him the three firsts. They don't even want the dead weight. You know, like, that's what I want to tell the guy. No, but, no. But, but, you know, you know, we'll take three firsts and, like, your your sandwich guy before we take Drew Locke, man. But that's what I'm trying to, like, in, in this Deshaun Watson move, and I'm analyzing it as, you know, being in the Texans' office, is it worth it at all to take that downgrade at quarterback but treat it as equity? It doesn't make any sense to me. You might as well just completely punt on all of this. Just accumulate 18 firsts and don't worry about a quarterback. I don't understand why every proposed trade, it's like, oh, take our bad quarterback. Kind of, I guess because golf just happened for Stafford. Everybody, yes. everybody thinks that can just happen. But I think that's such a bad move for the for the team that's trading the better player. Why don't even take the downgrade? Just, just get rid of the guy. So, so the... They use it like think, a bridge because yeah. you can you can run a team with a shitty quarterback and let a rookie develop before you ruin a rookie. But I don't. I mean, you guys are all shaking your heads. I'm shaking my head too. I don't agree with it. Okay. I'm just giving all you right. the reason why behind okay. it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Fair, but yes, it's, it, like, it's dumb. It, is TJ Yates still out there? Right. I'll fucking put TJ yeah, Yates out there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's already ruined. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, Tim, well, I mean Tim Tebow just retired from the Mets, so you might be able to pull him. Bring back him out. in. Bring him in, man. Bring him in. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Rather, I'd, I'd rather do that than trade for Drew Locke. Like no bullshit. He's he's my preferred exactly. Broncos quarterback at the moment. I would trade. So, I Tim would Tebow trade. won a playoff game, so yes, sure. Trade for that Denver wide receiver that played quarterback that one time and threw like nine passes and 
completed one. Start him. <laughs> just put him out yep, there. Start him. Who gives a fuck? The man who is, does not even deserve a name on this sh- on this show. I don't know what it is either. So I'm not criticizing. Just saying. But like, so honestly, like I think I said last time we did this show that like my bet is on the field mm-hmm. as far as where Deshaun Watson goes. That someone was going to come off the top rope out of nowhere and, and, and scoop him up. I, I think I threw the Browns out there as a possibility. Right. Um. I'm kind of switching in that I think I think it's probably going to be Carolina at this point because if it's true that they're willing to throw Christian McCaffrey in there you're, so you're that's buying something that, that you're Noah, buying that Yeah. Yeah, that's the best I, deal. I think that's yes, that's the only only team out there that's willing to throw a, care, a player of that caliber in in that deal. Like no one else is going to throw in uh fucking you know stefan Diggs in that no, trade and send them no. down there for like it's, it's not it's not gonna happen so i'm kind of with um, you man if, because my reaction to that yeah. was oh if that if that offer was real this trade would have been done that's how because I, I had the same opinion as you i was like no one else is gonna mm-hmm. give that type of offer and i i kind of if it is a true offer and houston's still playing the field or whatever they're not getting better that's that that is maximum value you're not getting a better deal than that well, because then you can also go, okay, well, we'll use that pick to take Trey Lance, yep. and then yep. we'll have uh, Christian McCaffrey help Trey Lance. Or you go, hey, San Francisco, give us your first for Christian McCaffrey, and then you get another first that, out of that's it. That's exactly like, what I was thinking, but, yep. Yep, so like, like that gives you so many options as far as building. Like That is by far, you will not get a better deal than that. So... I tend to believe that the weird toe-headed morons that are running that organization down there really do believe that they can cross their arms and stick their fingers in their ears and say, nope, we're not trading him. He's our quarterback. We're tally-ho. Here we go. And uh, that it'll work out. But um, he already said, like, I'm going to I'm gonna Carson Palmer this. Yeah. If I don't – yeah, I'm, I'm gone. If, He's gone. If yeah. you don't want to trade me, then I'm just not playing. So, like – yeah, did you hear what they said? That they're comfortable letting him sit? They'll just let him sit out this season rather than trade him? That's smoke, man. That, that, right. that cannot be real. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's not true at all because they're trying to maximize as much value out of this fucker as they can. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not buying that one bit. And they just need to take the Carolina deal and be done with it, man. Because that goes back to what I said. You're, you're getting as much value as you can. You're not taking that downgrade at quarterback because – like you said, you don't have to keep McCaffrey. You can turn him into equity or, or keep him. And, and like you said, he's going to help develop a quarterback even faster. Just get – it doesn't it matter mm-hmm. what you get. It's just get the most value with first. Get as much first equity as you can and then get as much – if you get a player, just make sure he's a good fucking player. That's it. It doesn't matter what position he plays. Just, just get a great player. Yes. Good – good. you always want good players. Yep. I hate that. Well, it's like, oh, does he, no, good players. Get good players. They don't need a running, but they need everything. They fucking need everything. They need everything. They need every. How great would it be if one year they trade hot for a running back and the next year they trade <laughs> Deshaun Watson for a running back in the year of our Lord 2020 and 2021? <laughs> <laughs> and, still don't, and still don't have and, the and issue th- solved. Yeah, and then and then watch Carolina turn around and just sign Aaron Jones. Like, okay, oh, you got us. Like, <laughs> dude, that's a wow. That is an offense ready to roll right there, man. Good, oh Christ. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, Aaron D- DJ Jones, Moore, DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, Curtis, Sam- Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel. Now just uh, all Curtis you- Samuel's not there next year. 
That's a good point. He's a free agent. Oh, I, keep, yeah. I keep forgetting he's a free agent. And I forget that Will Fuller's a free agent. And I do that on purpose. But, yeah. There's been like no, there's been zero talk of Curtis Samuel coming back. So I don't think he comes back to the Panthers. Well, they were trying to trade him. I know they were trying yeah. to trade him for yeah. a while, trying to yeah. get something out of him. So, which they were able to actually get some production out of that guy. I'm surprised they don't want to make a. I can't imagine it'd be too expensive. No. Like, you have cap room. Why not? But, yeah. And you can send Teddy Bridgewater probably back in that deal, too, now that I'm thinking about that. And then you have Teddy Bridgewater there to, to be that you know, bridge guy yeah, or whatever you bridge. want. And, well, yeah. Whatever. The other thing I've, I've been hearing is like that Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota might get traded, which, first off, trade Marcus Mariota. Yeah, well, who cares? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's not cool. News. Why is ESPN wasting time on that? Derek Carr is at least a little bit more of a conversation, just because John Gruden is so such a psychopathic uh, uh, quarterback collector that he has to constantly be flipping them. But other than that, yes. the, the thing I keep hearing is Marcus Mariota to Washington. Oh, I, I hate that. Oh, God, do I hate that. That's, yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. Well, way to bury all the promise that that team was, yep. was, was building. Yep. Hopefully he's just going there just to legit be a backup. I, I don't want him to get an opportunity there. So I, I do think the the narrative of Marcus Mariota gets twisted a smidge. I'm, I'm going to go out and do a, some minor Marcus Mariota defending. I don't ever think that Marcus Mariota stunk out loud. I, I think he was very clearly holding that entire operation back and was just fine and hurt a lot which is a terrible combination. I, I, I don't, and I think if a team in transition wants to like have him play 10 games in 2021, I fine. I don't think he's going to put offensive football. Yeah, but he's there. not I'm moving. Just, he's not moving your roster along. No, no, a hundred percent not. But if you, but if you're like, ah, I don't want to take a quarterback this year because of how the draft is, fuck, we'll start Marcus Mariota and try again next year. Like that's, that, that's kind of what I think will, is, is. I feel like that's better than rolling out Mitchell Trubisky. Like yes, yes, I, I, I would I, do it before I put out Bisky out there or Drew Lock, in my opinion. But I'm super off Drew Lock. So speaking of that, I, I was telling you guys earlier about how like people were trading sports cards like they were stocks, and like and and, 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 and like they were like buying cards for like just just purely out of investment, just emotionally void. Of, of all this stuff and the second that i knew that that was not going to be something i could do with sports memorabilia was when a guy on a podcast was like yeah before this year i bought like uh 25 drew lock rookie cards mm-hmm. and i just and i'm like like i i couldn't i could never do that like i i get why that guy thought that like that was a good investment because right. oh over the summer he's going in people think he's going to take over that job boom his value is going to climb like even in just a few months i'm like but i could never do that i could never like here's money for dr- anything with drew lock's face on it drew lock's punchable face here, take my money and then give me Drew Lock. You're making faces. you're like, making no. the sound decision. See, he made the uneducated decision. You have the science and the data to back it up. You've done the QB metrics. Mm-hmm. We've used our our scoring system. So you're not the one that's wrong here, man. So don't like no. Don't dis you know don't diss yourself, man. You're right. So he maybe thought that he was going to make money, but he clearly did not pay for the subscription to the right. Uh, Hot Boys Draft School for Football Drafters. Like, if he, he would have just not, paid for that, do it. guess guess how much money he would have saved? Probably twelve bucks that he spent on those twenty five mm-hmm. uh, rookie cards. But regardless, as that's... opposed to eating that, <laughs> yes, 
But that's just the kind of stuff we do around here. We, we we're all about profit. We're gonna save you that twelve bucks. Not really, because it costs us we nineteen ninety nine. But you're losing seven dollars. You pay us. You pay us so that we help you not pay money for things that you would then have to sell for money. It's gonna be a complete wash. It's gonna even out. But you're get, you're giving it to <laughs> it's us. Even out. Yeah, you're giving it to us though. Rather, and you don't have to touch with your slimy little hands anything with Drew Lock's face on it. That's the real win. You basically pay. You're paying us a Drew Lock tax so that you can avoid it. That's the, that's what it is. Put that quote on the back of the box. <laughs> you're paying us so you don't pay for Drew Lock. That's it. Yep. <laughs> we'll take all your Drew Lock money and keep it safe away from Drew Lock. <laughs> And I have my pristine auction thing pulled up right now that I'm watching. And there's another of that Julius Irving card right now uh, out there selling another PSA 8. And it's at 7000 right now. For an 8. It's, yeah, for an 8. That's, so, that's like it's just a regular grade. That's Yep. This almost, once you get into the 7s and 6, it's worth about as much as an ungraded card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's just barely graded. Um, I did find out cause I've been like getting some stuff ready to send out my first uh, PSA batch. And, uh, if you have a card that valuable just to get PSA to grade it, it costs five grand Oh my. to get, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what's the, what's the limit on get, that? What's the, what's the cap on that? Like, so, so I I, I, I I can pull that up. It's tiered because they have to insure it. Mm. So like, um, so a PSA ten of this same card is worth almost eighty grand. <clears throat> so if, if if I sent mine in and they decided it was a ten, I would get an email back saying we will not grade this unless you cut us a five thousand dollar check. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is nuts. <laughs> yeah. So like there's a tier once the that once they determine the value of the card is above I think 20 it costs 5000 just to just to grade Holy it. Fuck, so man. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty nuts, man. Like I the more I get into this the more I'm like, wow, there's like a whole like secret underground economy to this that I had Dude, like, it's no just those guys that that, uh, that Finn got in with. What are they called? The fucking Mason. It's just the masonry. They're just the ones grading yeah. these cards. They're wearing their aprons and shit, just grading cards. It feels like more like it's run by the mafia is kind of what it feels like. <laughs> it's like, hey, you got to pay the godfather to sell you a Julius Irving card. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, crazy, man. Yeah. So it's it's it, it's interesting, man. But it's um Or do sexual favors, uh, much like the masonry. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, so I asked Finn when he got into the Mason, when he got into the Masons, I'm like, did you do that weird blowjob ritual? And he looked at me like, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, when there was, <laughs> he got like pie eyed as fuck about it too. He's yeah. like, how do you know about the blowjob ritual? It's like. Not even, not even flip, like what blowjob ritual? Just no. He's <laughs> <It's> like no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> I, 
I just love the way he acted. Uh, we would ask him questions, and he's like, he acted like he was Spider Man. He just couldn't answer any questions. So we're like, dude, just fucking nope. tell us, man. Just what the fuck? Yeah, man. I don't. I don't even fucking know, man. <laughs> like you're not fooling me. I know you blew some guy. <laughs> I know you blew some guy. Don't even, don't even act like you didn't blow that guy. <laughs> So, for the record, what I was referring to is allegedly because all that stuff that comes out of there is fucking cloak and dagger is bullshit. <laughs> Part of the initiation ritual is a thing where you have to kneel in front of another grown, more than likely overweight man who is just wearing like an apron. And you have to like kneel like directly in front of him. With what just so happens to be crotch level, like in front of you, and they're just wearing this apron with nothing under it, and you have to like do. I don't. That's where I lose track of what happens, but I know that 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 part happens. I don't know if it comes up and goes over your head, or I I, I don't understand after that. But one guy's on his knees, another guy's standing up. That much is. Mm-hmm. That's that's just what my sources can confirm. <laughs> takes after that is merely Whatever. speculations it's probably uh up, up to the initiate at that point <laughs> how much of a mason do you want to be yeah how masony do you want to get <laughs> oh my god did you order the super deluxe mason package or not is the question because <laughs> i got i got i got a super deluxe package with your name right on, on it right here grand mason here i come yes <laughs> straight to the top grand 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 because <laughs> i just get that i was like dude well like what is it it sounds like almost a cult what do you get out of this and he's like oh man it's a lot of connections it's a lot of connections i'm like dude there's like websites for that you just get them linked in like what, what you don't have to dress up like yeah, abraham just, lincoln i don't understand any of this yeah we we have indeed now like you don't need to like blow an old fat guy like. <laughs> for a job for a job So you can wear that cool pinky ring around. And people go, oh, you're in the Masons? I can't talk about it. Ha, ah, aren't I interesting? I don't want to hire this guy. I don't like him. This guy blew an old fat guy. I don't want to hire him. He clearly has poor judgment. <laughs> That's an HR liability. I can't take that. Yep. We, can't, no. it's a, it's we can't have this guy in our office blowing fat guys all day. Like <laughs> It's bad for the culture. It's not the kind of ship we run here at the Navy. That's exactly the kind of ship nope. we run here at the Navy. Oh, well, then you're hired. All of our chiefs are fat. We blow each other all the time. Oh, shit. I forgot. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the Navy. We're happy to have you. You start now. Happy to have you. I've been here for five years. Oh, well, <laughs> thanks for finally getting on board with the blowing. <laughs> Hey, Chuck, this guy's been in for five years. hasn't blown anybody. I haven't blown a fat guy yet. What? Well, get him over here. Let me finish blowing this fat guy, and then I'll come over and make fun of him. 
Oh Jesus! I think that's it. I think we're yeah, done. I think that's I, I, I that's, think that's, that's not. Yeah, uh, I'm drained like a fat mason. I am drained. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, welcome! I'm so glad we're back, guys. We had a sorry we missed last week, listeners. Uh, we just had grown up shit. None of us could make it. What are you gonna do? Fuck it. Um, but it's super good to be back. Like I said, it's going to get kind of loose and crazy the next few weeks until the draft really starts kicking off. We can finally talk some ball again. But thank you for joining us. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Wisco Kunze. Follow Pete at JellyX2 underscore. And Clark at TC1 through 1 Hot Boys. Also, make sure to follow the show at uh, FB underscore Hot Boys. And uh, till next time, say hi out there, boys. Peace. Bye.